0: This is Fly with Steve Jacot, and Craig Forsythe Hello, quarantine people of Philadelphia. What did you call them last week, Craig?
1: Uh, sheeple. I don't remember what I called them. <laughs> uh,
0: you had a, you had a weird name for everybody, and you've already forgotten it.
1: I think like I have
0: quarantine a... friends of flyperbly or something like that.
1: Uh, fuck buddies. No, I didn't call them fuck. I, I don't know what I call them, but that is somebody.
0: A... One of the listeners is, has suggested that before, and I, I, I think have... that's too sexual for this program. Oh, okay, right? it's
1: a little sexual. Yeah, I, I definitely did not come up with that. That was very... just. Yeah. This
0: is a sex-free program as we all yeah, know.
1: Yeah, no sex ever. Is my that's not my stance. Don't abstinence. Get up there. <laughs> abstinence. Abstinence podcast <laughs> over here.
0: Welcome back to Abstinence Talk. This is uh, Stephen Craig, and let's talk about the heel- no, no, none of that. <laughs> none of that. We are here to talk about hockey when there's no hockey going on. Although I will say I have I, I dusted off an old beauty of mine from the DVD collection and it's the Ten greatest games in Flyers history. Although I would, I would argue with uh, their assessment of that since there's nothing from the Eric Lindros era. And, uh, <laughs> the Flyers released this DVD set on their 40th anniversary season, and that was when they were still mad at Eric Lindros. Like everything was still bad with him, so there is no, there's no Eric Lindros games in here. But there's still many, many great games, and I currently have the 1987 Stanley Cup Final Game 6 against the Edmonton Oilers on and It's a, a very great game, and there are many guys without helmets, and mm. uh, the goalie pads look so tiny, the creases look huge.
1: <laughs> Nobody dropping game. down to make a save. It's all just swinging arms <laughs> and legs. It's It's gross-ass hockey out there. Did you... I mean, I also
0: love that there's (laughs) the crowd, like there's a couple jerseys, there's a couple pieces of gear, but like the Flyers scored a goal and like a guy in Hawaiian shirt was (laughs) fisted. It
1: was Andy Reid. Just It was a young Andy (laughs) (laughs) Reid. I was going to say my favorite thing, my favorite part of the crowd in that game is after the uh, Dan Yogo. There's some like guy in a trucker hat with no teeth and like long scraggly like orange hair and he's just like screaming and i'm just like that guy's a maniac and i always like i always catch up they always cut to him he's like the second or third guy they cut to after his goal and it was like in every like clip they always show him he's he's i hope he's out there and he's listening right now so if
0: you're a hockey producer on prism that's that's the representative (laughs) that was actually gritty's father
1: yeah there he is we got we got him on film so he does exist so papa gritty (laughs) <laughs>
0: it I, is a shame that he would go on to to put his son in the walls of the Wells Fargo Center. <laughs>
1: just feed him hot dogs.
0: Like Edgar Allen Poe style.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also realized, too, when you were talking about the 40th anniversary box set, because I was doing the math. That was 2006-07, which was a fucking abysmal year for the Flyers. The 50th anniversary sucked. It was the gold jerseys. hackstall, Vandeveldi, Hextall. And they missed the playoffs, although they had a ten game winning streak. So like twenty twenty six, twenty seven, just just mail it in, fans. There's no there's no reason to even show up. It's going to be a shit show. It's just not going to be good. So, but that's, that's not you that's heard not it. Over here, here. Yeah, that's it. I just wanted to get that on the table, just to let you guys know.
0: Set a reminder in your phones now for <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, many a couple years, years from now, now. For
0: six, six to seven years from now.
1: Closer than you think. I mean, you know, twenty fourteen was pretty uh, pretty not that long ago pretty not that long ago. I want to do a good start. This is, yeah.
0: Speaking of not that long ago, we are here today to discuss rivalries. Rivalries! And many of these, you know, not that long ago were big time rivalries with the Philadelphia Flyers and uh, aren't so much now, but uh, some of these rivalries are, are very strong to this day and... We decided. So, Craig, which listener wanted us to to rate the rivalries on the Guy Fieri scale?
1: So, I have the DM. This is from a fan of the show, Andrew Drewski at uh, Drewski806. Uh, he said, "Stephen Craig, absolutely loving all the ten guys producing going on. Two months now, Santaki uh, topics I thought about for possible eps flyers, rivalries that fit into these categories." Uh, and then he lists off the uh, Guy Fieri uh, sauce scale. Uh, Needs more Donkey Sauce, and then he listed Carolina. Uh, good meaning it's good uh, caps would be an example full trip to flavor town rangers and penguins uh so did you want to stick with the three-point system steve or did you want to go to five?
0: Oh, we can do three yeah we, 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 let's do three here's the thing this isn't a formal scale much in the way that guy <laughs> is not a formal man in any way shape or form unless you consider shirt flames formal <laughs> this is not a formal scale
1: it is not, but it is. Uh, I think it'll be a good skill for what we're, uh, what we're trying to do here. Uh, I did also want to include the next topic, even though I don't think we're going to go too much into it. Uh, he asked uh, favorite NHL rivalries right now and in the past, and then he listed for the past Colorado-Detroit from the mid-'90s to mid, uh, mid-aughts, and then current favorite rivalry, and he said Calgary and Edmonton, which I think, honestly, right now, it's like the only really truly heated one because they were they fucking hated each other this year. I wanted to see that. That was one of the scenarios that they did the sixty game rollback. I think those two teams would have played. So that was the one I was pulling for because they would have killed each other and it would have been it would have been great. Maybe we can still get that. But uh, yeah, so we're looking at rivalries based on the Donkey Sauce scale, and uh, and <laughs> I think a lot of these teams we're just gonna rattle off in the needs more Donkey Sauce category. Yeah. So uh, I. I mean, we'll start with Carolina. Uh, needs more donkey sauce. But, I mean, I don't. So really l- the... let me
0: just explain this real quick. Uh, so if you're not as familiar with the Guy Fieri scale, with the concept of donkey sauce and Flavor Town and all that, essentially, needs more donkey sauce means that it's it's not exciting. It's th- there's no juice to it. Donkey sauce is the the juice that makes it. More <laughs>
1: this, this is <laughs> it's good. good. I'm glad. And it's right.
0: If you're not familiar with donkey sauce, there was uh, it, it's most notable from a scathing review. I think it was a New York Times review of a Guy Fieri restaurant that opened in Times Square a few years back, and it mentioned donkey sauce as one of the the menu items, and that was such a, a hilariously mockable thing that it has never left our minds <laughs> <on> hyperbolically. <laughs> In Flavortown, of course, Guy Fieri's known for for Flavor Town as his brand. So, a uh, full trip to Flavortown means it's very good.
1: Yeah, it's the best of the best. So we'll have a couple of those, but a lot of these need a lot of these need some work. And uh, yeah, we're, more- we're
0: kind of just throwing these into tiers here, if
1: yeah. you will. So, and a, a big chunk of them are going to be on this bottom one. And uh, I mean, I still want to touch on all of them just so we can recap how you know insignificant, I guess. The, but like the hurricanes, that I I feel no real ill will towards the hurricanes
0: uh, i don't care in any way shape or form about the hurricanes yeah. except for if the flyers lose the hurricanes i'm irritated because i go What's well, the goddamn carolina <laughs> hurricanes. come on
1: it's peter Mrazik and the boys and he let us down uh i can only the only i think truly and no it's not even that bad they had a really bad loss in 2013-14 against them in carolina when it was but that was like years ago and that's the only thing i can think of right now they're just not yeah
0: Uh, I'm just forever bitter that Rod the Bod won a cup with them and not with the Flyers. That's literally the only thing I hate about the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, that
1: might be it. Also, uh, yeah, yeah, have too, right? And Williams. You
0: know, Rekki won a cup on every team except the Flyers.
1: Literally every team. Just making fun of, yeah. He even won with the Quakers. It was terrible. Uh, The next one, though, okay, so the next one... And the
0: Philadelphia Athletics. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh,
1: The, I mean, the Islanders, okay, I don't consider them a rival, I guess, but I still hate them. And historically, so
0: they're not currently, but they they were They historically, like if you're a fan of the, the flyers from way back, like the cup years or the early eighties, you hate the Islanders and you've never given up that hate. You have never forgotten about the offsides in the 1980 Stanley cup final. That wasn't called like you hate the Islanders. And for some people, this is a very hateable team to this day. I personally have not given a shit about the Islanders in many years. They are often a joke. Barry Trotz <laughs> is really the only reason they're not a complete joke right now. They're, like, the Islanders are pitiable. They don't even have a regular home stadium. They have two stadiums, one of which is a piece of garbage. And the other one is a really nice stadium for basketball and concerts.
1: Yeah, that is true. Not one arena even wants to claim to be their home that is kind of sad i've never thought about it like that but uh i
0: no one likes them and no one cares
1: i am i'm one of those people that just hates them but i really like thinking about it I don't have a reason to hate them it's just i don't know it's just new york and i feel like usually
0: but it's not even really new york it's, it's I, I, yeah yeah and, and
1: there but like horton's fishermen <laughs> <they're, laughs> those jerseys were those jerseys or something else um but they're i very wavy to go back to the the historical point, Flyers lead the playoff series matchups three to one. The only loss was in 1980, which the Stanley Cup, and the Flyers won in '75. That's when the Islanders almost did the reverse sweep and came back against the Flyers, but then And then '85 and '87. The only real thing I could think of recently uh, that was uh, a lot of ill will was the there was a brawl in a six to one game in 2010. And it was the game where Chris Pronger was holding Rick DiPietro and DiPietro was yelling at somebody and then told Pronger I want to go fight him. And Pronger just laughed to let him go. And it didn't end up not fighting. But that's like the only the only like rivalry type thing I can think of with the Islanders in recent history. I'm sure somebody will think of something else. But uh, anyway, Blue Jackets. Eh, I mean, again, they're like, they got some hateable Who people. Cares? On there. Who cares? Panthers. The only thing I could think of was the Panthers was if somebody took the 96 series too hard. But that was also, you know, over 20 years ago.
0: I didn't like the Panthers as a teenager.
1: so Oh, there you go. <laughs> was... All right.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, didn't like them. Like, they were never a rival. They were a team I, I didn't really like. I was like, very annoyed by all the rats on the ice.
1: But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Scott Melba being a dumbass. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Lightning?
0: Oh, this was a very hateable team. Very Until hateable. recently, I would say. Yeah. Uh, for... I would say I, I harbored resentment against the Lightning for a good decade after two thousand four.
1: I think that's fair. I think that's a fair amount of time to be pissed off about two thousand four, and also two thousand four. It was just an infuriating series. It was a
0: well. You want to talk about a year that felt like the Flyers' year? Yeah. Like there, there's really, I would say, two years where I feel particularly robbed in regards to like that should have been the Flyers' year. And it's 2000 and 2004. Uh, 2000 when, of course, Scott Stevens, uh, uh, the noted yeah. war criminal and uh, professional piece of shit, uh, ended my childhood hopes and dreams. I became a man that day, Craig. I became a man.
1: Piece of shit. He's paid to be a douchebag. That's what he's He's just. Uh, yeah,
0: that's what being an enforcer on the New, York, New Jersey yeah, Devils that's, is. I just technically.
1: Like, like the picture of right now, NHL Network's like, you still being a douchebag out there? All right, checks in the mail. Good job, buddy.
0: Checks in the mail. Great. But professional piece of shit, Scott Stevens ended my childhood that day. But 2004, like that felt like a team of destiny, like a team that this was it. They were finally going to get over that hump and and be it. And they fought and clawed their way against a superior opponent and still the lightning one.
1: Yeah. And like then eked it out. They won. Two to one in Game Seven, so it wasn't exactly like they blew the doors off. And, and it then, just felt
0: like it felt like, yeah, the Flyers, of course, are going to beat the Calgary Flames in the final, right? And then, yeah, yeah, and then it, it was a lot like the the Eagles when they they lost to the Buccaneers in uh, the NFC Championship. Yeah. They would have they would have beaten the shit out of the Raiders, right? Oh, but God. we'll never know.
1: I yeah i just pictured barber again running down the yeah. field so that's a good
0: and, time and we all have terrible memories yeah. <laughs> right? okay. nick Foles, big dick nick there we
1: go yeah <laughs> oh yeah good return uh cool the, animals all right good uh yeah the lightning i mean and that was just based off of that one playoff series so i don't and again that's something where like we hate the lightning the lightning don't have they don't hate us at all there's no, there's no, I um, don't think about us at yeah. all. And I hate Martin. And Taylor I'd make a right?
0: joke about Florida fans here, but like light on. They're, the lightning actually have pretty good fans. I can't do. really, I can't dunk on them.
1: Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. I mean, they really, they for considering how much shit they get, they're a lot better than the, the shit I get.
0: They, they have a good they fan get. base. The Panthers have a non-existent fan yeah, base.
1: Yeah. The Panthers aren't there. Um, I did. Yeah. That is a very good point. I don't know. Yeah. They, nobody. I wonder when the Panthers, uh, yeah. Anyway. I really fucking hate Martin and saint Louis. I don't have a reason why. I just always uh, hated him. Hate he's I, It's got to be this series. I, I think that's what it sounds back He's only
0: to. really played also for teams that I dislike. Like
1: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, Rangers right? thing too. That that 2014 run. Yeah. Yeah, you're right so, cuz that Lightning rage spilled over into the Rangers run and 2014 because he said it was, yeah so that makes sense so the
0: thing is about martin saint louis is people from philadelphia might actually have a longer memory than most on him uh because i believe and you know somebody please call me out if i'm wrong i'm sure somebody will tweet me but i believe he played against the phantoms in the calder cup final when the phantoms are in philly uh it played against them the like a couple years before he was in that Oh, the, maybe that lightning team.
1: I mean, was well, for
0: like the St. John's flames or something like that. I'm going to look, I it.
1: mean, he was, yeah, that would make sense. Uh, cause he was, he came up with the flames. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know the St. John's flame rosters from like 20 years ago off the top of my head though. So that might be, uh, I, I,
0: I would only know <laughs> this because I remember watching the, the phantoms play like around yeah. that time. So that would be the only real reason I'd know, uh, Look at back. So he I, the Flames. he played for the St. John Flames basically from. Uh, he played ni- some games in 97 98, uh, 98 99, and 99 2000. So, one of those years, uh, they would have played the, the Phantoms in some capacity, yeah. and I remember him being annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and deservedly so. I was going to say, I just remember hating him because he was. Cause this was back in the clutch and grab era, and nobody could clutch or grab him. I always felt I felt like that entire postseason series was just him just running freely, and nobody could stop him. He was just skating all over the place and setting up plays. So, like, which was back then was just unusual to see. Now that's a little more of common, you know, commonplace in the game. But yeah, so that's why I. Uh, and I mean, I'm trying to think of other Lightning players I hate. I don't really. I mean, Vinny the Yeah, Vinny the unfortunately, I mean, somehow became really, yeah. God, what a, well, what there awesome was
0: another, guy, right? somebody else was annoying on that team too. And it was,
1: it was, it Richard, Brad Richards has always been one of those guys too. I think he left. I mean, he was just one of those guys that didn't do anything, but cause he played well that season. And in that series, he kind of pissed me off. I don't yeah. know why, but, and then he went, and then he went to the Rangers and then he went to the Hawk. to win a cup. So maybe that's a, A little bit of that going on. Um, Red Wings are another one too that I would think are they used to be. Well, actually, I don't even know if they're really a big rivalry. They just smoked the Flyers in the ninety-seven Cup, and then that was kind of the Flyers do not win for a while either. That's a big.
0: The funny thing is, though, that didn't keep NBC Sportsnet or Versus or whatever the hell you're calling it on a given day. (laughs) That didn't keep them from promoting it as a rivalry for like twenty years.
1: Yeah, no, they really, they really milked it for all it's got. I'm glad. It seems like, it seems like the Flyers Blackhawks although I shouldn't say that because uh, they played the opening the, the schedule uh, opener, this year. But it feels like the Flyers Blackhawks rivalry thing is kind of dying off a little bit. Ten years later, thankfully, because yeah, I
0: can only see that clip of Patrick Kane so many times.
1: I, yeah, it's, just, it's yeah, it's terrible
0: without going crazy.
1: Uh, <laughs> ten years, a decade they, of insanity. I
0: I have hated the Red Wings forever because of this. And that's why I supported the Colorado Avalanche in the Red Wings Avalanche feud back in the (laughs) nineties, because I, I hated the Red Wings because of that 97 cup final. I, I loathe them. Like I remember I I've talked about the, The game they played, the regular season game they played against, the Flyers played against the Red Wings in Philadelphia on the season after that, the uh, Alexander Digg hat-trick game. And just that feeling, that, that satisfying feeling of revenge, even though the game really does not mean that much. And it's, I don't know, I hated the Red Wings for years, so it wasn't really a rivalry, but at the same time, when you do play a team in the cup final, it's, it's a little bit of a rivalry because Mm. you do have those bitter feelings against that uniform, at least from a fan perspective. I don't know how the players feel, especially players who weren't on that team, but like, so I used to work, I worked the season for NHL TV and it was a pretty good gig where I would, I would do like quality control on the game feeds and make sure everything was in sync and everything. And unfortunately one of the few flyers games I got was when they were in Detroit and they did a whole commemorative night of the '97 oh, Red Wings. You
1: told me this.
0: <laughs> it was agony. It was agony.
1: Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, it was uh, a. It may have been the 20th anniversary. I think.
0: Maybe. You know when the Red Wings feelings dissipated for me though. When they played the Penguins in the Stanley Cup final, because that turned to go Red Wings go.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, that was uh, that was exactly. What I, and then they let us down again. The uh, Red Wings pissed us off again and uh, blew it in 2009. A bunch of jackasses. But uh, I mean, yeah. so again, like, the, yeah, it's really just we hate them because I don't think the Red Wings would fucking care about the Flyers at all. I mean that 97 series was and
0: it, it has it's been a long time. Been a, been a long time?
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. <laughs> uh, <speaking> uh, that and then also the Flyers couldn't win in Detroit forever. They went they had 13 regulation losses and an overtime loss and two ties from November 1st, 1989 to March 17th, 2009. So they went uh, almost 20 years without a win in Detroit so that's uh it's not great but that would you know again that's only on the flyer side getting crushed uh Oilers again it's another one that back in the day was a huge rivalry won probably maybe one of the best in the league and that game I'm watching now. right now yeah so and then also i think it did spike up recently a little bit with the McDavid Manning stuff but that was also not long lived and was also just for a little bit of, of time but uh yeah, so the Oilers have won two of three playoff meetings with the Flyers. The Flyers swept the nineteen eighty preliminary round meeting. Flyers were the one seed, and the Oilers were the sixteen seed. So, and then Edmonton won the eighty five and eighty seven cups. Uh, another angle to it also is Gretzky calling Hextall the best goalie ever played against. Uh, and then I learned today because I was looking this up. I used I used to wonder why those claim like why that claim didn't get as much attention, I guess, or more attention. But then I learned that he said that. The day of game seven. So he said that before game seven. So I think it may have been used as a psychological ploy to kind of throw Hex off his game. <laughs> That's, I
0: mean, uh, you could say that, but I mean, Hexdahl really was, he at least was amazing. attending standards that time. Like, he, I, I saw just watch, I have this game on in the background, and he made a friggin' unbelievable save. And he was that good and athletic. I mean, again, it takes a lot to win the Con Smythe on the losing team.
1: In your rookie season. Like that was that yeah. that's why it was yeah, it takes as a nine con That's a ridiculous season. season.
0: <laughs> yeah. Against one of the best offensive teams. One of the best teams in NHL history. That eighty seven Oilers was such an insanely stacked team.
1: Best offensive team off offensive producing team in the most offensive era? I think the eighties would be the most the year that produced the most offense, maybe. And then he yeah, went in there too. That's pretty what it's well. known as, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's
0: but see. But anyway, not, not a rivalry anymore, <laughs> but in the 80s, definitely
1: rivalry. In the 80s, it was, yeah. And then uh, Blues, the St. Louis Blues, I said, uh, I think to some degree, I have to consider them a, a rivalry because they are the reason why uh, the Broad Street Bulls were born, pretty much. It was uh, they played each other in the 1968 69 postseason. 68 series was very close, uh, but the Flyers got. Just got their asses kicked. Uh, pretty much, it was the Plager brothers, and then uh, Claude Laforge got sucker punched by Noel Picard. And then the next season, the Flyers got swept in the postseason by them again. And then Ed Snyder got pissed and was like, "Well, that's not happening anymore." And then he started drafting Dave Schultz and adding uh, Andre Dupont, Moose Dupont, and adding all. in the, the goons. Guys. Yeah, and then that's when the Flyers became yeah. So that. Uh, the Craig Baruby ang- angle that I don't think anybody cares about. <laughs> and then the shit no. deal. Those would be, those, that's it. But I think. Like, I, I think don't only shit stirs
0: probably... like Mike Cielski out there, like give a shit about <laughs> winning with that. Like, I don't care because again, I, I don't think any Philadelphia fans like, man, if I... only they had held on to Craig Baruby. Like no, I... I remember the feelings about Laviolette when he went to the final with Nashville. And I think those were legitimate feelings. But Baruvi, it just never felt like he was going to be here past a certain point.
1: I I think he also the way he handled certain things. I think he learned after he got fired. I think if he stayed here, he wouldn't have handled things differently in uh, St. Louis. Like I don't think, you know, if he he's not saying the shit he said about O'Reilly, that he said about Couturier. Like if O'Reilly went through a stretch or anything like that, and he's not yelling at Bennington for not looking around his defenders that are just standing in front of him. Like he's not, I, he's not the same coach. So I really don't give a shit about if the flyers had all me, it would have been what he is now. So
0: honestly, you know what I'm more bitter about with the St. Louis blues than anything as a Philadelphian. It's the fact that they got their rallying song for the year. Gloria from a in South Philly social club and that goddamn traitors in that South Philly <laughs> social club then went and rooted for the blues. Boo. Boo!
1: In, in our city, they win Wee-ha! those. But who,
0: who who actually gives a shit about those? Yeah, the no, no, at the, no, end no. Of the day, you know, like whatever. Good for John Hammond.
1: <laughs> uh, and and I assume the people. Madman. Are sure. uh, Colorado Avalanche. I mean, no, they the Flyers haven't played the Avalanche in the postseason. They played against the Nordiques in '81. And eighty five and won both those series. I don't, I can't think. I think of that. The only ill
0: will you could have against the Avalanche is the fact that the the guys they traded, like Forsberg, in the Linders, uh, trade, yeah. ended up yeah, yeah, winning yeah. a cup. But I, again, due to my taking the Avalanche side in the Detroit Colorado spat, and the fact that Patrick was like my, one of my favorite non flyers yeah. of all time, like I have no ill will against the Avalanche personally.
1: I was gonna say if you have something against the Avs, because you think it was a. Just entirely Forsberg and not a ton of like Sackick and Wah, too. Then, you know, I mean, my God, the, Joe
0: Sackick, Joe Sackick, another one of my favorite non flyers. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've, I I guess I could see how the, the Ask could be your second favorite team then. If you really, really love uh, Sackick and uh, Wah, it makes sense. Two pretty, yeah. pretty damn good players, too. So, uh, I mean, okay, so Chicago, like we were just saying, would I, I mean, I still hate them. Or yeah. I don't even be really, no, like, no, I hate now, them. I mean, it's dissipated a little bit. 2011, like when they played. The I feel like I hate them Chicago. more
0: though. I feel like I hate them more for like Patrick. I hate Patrick Kane for oh, God. You know, that, 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 all that you know, the accusations against him, and more personal reasons. I hate Patrick Kane than anything yeah. on the ice. Although I am, you know, bitter about that. I, I don't have anything against Taves or any of those guys yeah, really.
1: It's yeah, Ben Ager, Ben Ager can suck one. I mean, he's not with. He's not there anymore. <sighs> but yeah, he can, he can kick rocks. Uh, uh, Andrew Shaw. I mean, yeah, he, he's a little bit of a douchebag, but uh,
0: but otherwise, I've just never given a shit I, I, yeah. about the Chicago Blackhawks.
1: Yeah, it was the it was the 2007 draft. I mean, you can always go back and you know play the what if game, and I I think you still make an argument that even if Kane if Kane was on the Flyers, I don't even know if they would have won it all. I, I still think you know if they hit a hiccup. <laughs> can you
0: imagine by... him and that old city crew?
1: Yeah. I could and then I could also you know if they don't win it by 2011 still they still got to trade somebody because Snyder's still going to be like pissy about goalies like I feel like one way or another that the tandem of Clark and Schneider would have been trading away one of Richards Carter and Kane like I think we would still be sitting here looking back at one of those guys and being like fuck like one way or another, like we would be upset that Richards got traded to the stars and fucking 2010 for something else like it there's another time i don't think there's any timeline where they would all be here at the same time clicking and the flyers would win i don't know i might have to go back and look at that and see if there is <laughs> but that might just that might just be me and then also just
0: t- look into your time portals
1: <laughs> yeah i guess I'll, I'll take a second glance to see which timeline works but uh the only other time they play in the playoffs too the blackhawks swept them in 1971 so, maybe, you know, maybe uh, fuck the Blackhawks. Maybe we should hate the Blackhawks. 0 for 2 in the playoff series, and they stole a uh, number one pick. So, Jets, Winnipeg Jets, no feelings. None. The
0: yeah. Winnipeg Jets. You can't even do Steve that John,
1: smoothly. Yeah. <laughs> can't even do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't give a shit about the Jets. Whatever. Minnesota Wild, Nashville don't Predators, Dallas oh, Stars. I, I
0: kind of like the Predators, but, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dallas Stars. Duck The only thing I can think of with the ducks is Pierce, Cheap Shot and Drew a couple years ago. I don't um, think most people even think about it No, them. yeah. Man, I mean that was over oh my god, that was over ten years ago now, so absolutely nobody does. Uh Sharks, Kings, Canucks. Canucks have had I mean, Kings,
0: the only thing people could be bitter about is the fact that a bunch of X Flyers won there about a decade ago. Yeah. So that's pretty much it
1: yeah and then also those same people will probably be pissed that they gave us they quote unquote gave us hextall to ruin our team, so they yeah I guess I guess some people probably do hate the Kings. but i, I yeah, but it's not a rivalry, yeah, so it's, oh, it's absolutely not a rivalry now there either are the Canucks uh the coyotes, the golden knights, or the flames do you have any uh, any objections here they're all pretty they're all pretty mellow, not not too much is uh happening when the flyers play these teams. So nothing's so happening' all at all the night.
0: flames for. For keeping, you know, Philadelphia native Johnny Gaudreau, all to themselves and not sharing him.
1: Oh my God! Well, that's right because Dave Schultz had an OT winner back in '74, so we got him right where we want him. The series. Yeah, yeah,
0: nobody, nobody cares about the Flames. No. Johnny Gaudreau is Philadelphia adjacent. He was in South Jersey, so he's not even a true native. Yeah. Like Cherry Hills, Bobby Ryan.
1: I was gonna say, how often do you think Johnny Gaudreau, Bobby Ryan, Mike Trout? jvr fucking earl I get together and just hang out he's somewhere he's from jersey too isn't he <laughs> i think
0: yeah, i like that you <laughs> called him like earl Earl
1: or Hersh- I, I, yeah, I mean you know earl Hershey, that's earl? earl's brother yeah he oh i dentist. you know i tried saying Earl, but it. yeah i mean in my defense shouldn't his name be earl isn't it you know but that's whatever that, I'll settle that score another day. Uh, okay, so the next two rankings, Donkey Sauce and Flavortown. I I mean, I put a couple on Donkey Sauce, but we can move these next. These donkey ne- Sauce, of
0: there's a moderate amount of Donkey Sauce, but it's not a full ride to Flavortown. So this is the medium, you know. Yeah, it, this is a- I guess you could say that the first set, if you're going steak rankings, the first set is well done, now we're in medium, and then, you know, we're going to, to rare Oh,
1: baby. Nice bloody. How do you do it? I, mean, I go medium rare. I go medium, medium rare. rare. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: All right. I know
1: I'm a monster. <laughs> I, I didn't say that, but you know, uh, you are one. Uh, so donkey sauce. I said, one of the teams I picked was the sabers. I said, they are not quite a full flavor town ride for a, a rival, but there has been enough history there that I think both fan bases hated, hate one another. Um, I know I hate the Sabers even still, even though they've been bad for almost a decade now.
0: It was such a bizarre. It's one of the most bizarre teams to have ill will towards the (laughs) Buffalo Sabers because they're not in the same division. They're not teams that play each other that often, and most of these feelings are just from playoff series from the late '90s, early 2000s. So it's you know it's it's one that. At one time, was actually pretty heated. Like the Flyers oh, and Sabers yeah. were yeah. getting to to brawls, and uh, you know you had Barnaby against Lindros, and who else was on the team? Like Rob Ray, Rob I remember. Ray.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Miroslav Satin, uh, oh, Satan, God, yeah. Satan, Satan. I Shield. I hated that guy. He's such a pain in the ass.
1: Uh, Shield, Stu Grimson. I think we we, we ran through this whole. Fu- oh, uh, oh my God! I just fucking hate a lot of that team. And I, I always think of the old Sabres logo, too. The one with the um, the one that just
0: was like a buffalo, like snorting flames
1: or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the the black and like silver color scheme black, red, and silver. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, they played each other all the time, so that is why they they fucking hate each other. They have played each other nine times in the postseason. The Flyers won, and uh, they I mean, obviously, they beat them in the Stanley Cup, that helps the whole rivalry angle. Uh, hashtag 1975, they also beat them in 1978. And then beat them in 95, 97, 2000. And uh, the Sabres also beat the Flyers in 98 and 2001. So right there, that's like five times in six or seven years. So that's, uh, that'll, you know, they'll start to hate somebody if you play them that many times in the postseason. And then uh, even like 2006, it was the Umberger hit, which I know that series wasn't that close. But uh, that fucking hit was huge. And it still, I mean, it pissed me off at the time, because he got, he got knocked out, uh, and then the Flyers ended up losing that game. But I think about that for the rivalry, and then what else? Uh, I also just don't like Rick red <laughs> <laughs> That's my thats a personal statement. I can't stand his voice. He just, I don't know. His voice just doesn't do it for me, and he's extremely biased. Which, again, every call-by-call guy is biased, but... Rick Jenneret, I just his voice is, I don't know.
0: I mean, you could he be like dead. our friend Dallas Sucks ninety three or whatever <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago. He doesn't care for Jim Jackson? Hey,
1: not everybody yeah, cares sucks.
0: for Jim Jackson.
1: What a stance! Yeah, that guy probably loves Rick Genaret. So uh, probably, fucking.
0: But I just... we do agree that Dallas Sucks ninety three. Uh, yeah. So the Buffalo one, not as big now. I remember they also played in twenty eleven. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty heated little series where the, the Sabres almost upset the Flyers because the, the Flyers were frigging good and they just were not playing up to their standards at all. Yeah, but
1: they, you know, yeah. that
0: was, that got to be a pretty heated series.
1: Yeah. They ended up, uh, yeah, they went to the, that postseason pretty fucking cold. Like they were just a real cold streak. And I remember, yeah, I remember the back and forth with the, uh, I think it was Richards and Ryan Miller and Ryan Miller, you know, it was like Richards was saying they're getting away with murder out there and Ryan Miller, saying they get it they're getting away with mass murder which is like the most petty what a fucking like what a fucking response <laughs> it is a really, really like wild response yeah so it me. seems like the most ryan miller I, I think ryan miller might be the most smackable player in the league like he just i don't know he just needs one
0: oh, i hate it yeah like, like hey, who's it? the tiny guy on that team Nate Kirby, they had Nate Kirby oh, and uh, I hated Tyler, Kirby Ennis. In Tyler Ennis. that series. Yeah,
1: they were both like guys that are both four foot three and they were both pissing me off the entire series. Yeah, it was they terrible. pissed
0: me off in that series. Yeah, was oh boring. my God.
1: But that was the one time they were relevant. That was the last time the Sabres were relevant. Because gang, that... if,
0: if you don't know about the Sabres rivalry, just look up some highlights from the late 90s Flyer Sabres. Like, look up the the garth snow steve shields fight and also just admire those jerseys because those are like ultimate late 90s early 2000s jerseys the sabers who historically have been blue and gold are like we're going black and red we're gonna have a (laughs) hardcore buffalo
1: i don't understand those games aren't ea i mean that those jerseys aren't in ea right now they've never been in ea i don't know why it
0: doesn't make sense
1: there's no like Like, legal hang-up you know, like they they're... have
0: like 10 versions of the current jerseys like, oh, well, here's the Reebok version. <laughs> and then here's the uh, like, here's a slight tweak. No, like have all the unique jerseys, right? Like, yeah. don't just give me the same like variations on bullshit. I don't need the Reebok jerseys from two years ago because they're basically the same thing as The current Adidas jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm uh... sure there's a marketing deal somewhere where they have to do that. Oh, but yeah. Like, guys, really like have those crazy Sabres jerseys in there. Have the orange 80s, 90s Flyers jerseys in there, for the love of God. You have the hideous mid-2000s orange jerseys. Ah, don't get me on about this. So those
1: easy. Yeah, it's so easy just make the, that shade of orange super... Anyway, the... I think another... Speaking to uh, why this was a decent rivalry, too, the, the seasons that the Flyers lost there... Uh, well, 98, they lost another run with uh, Lindros. Uh, and then 2000, of course, wasn't really a, a missed chance with Lindros. But... Um, yeah, I fucking hate the Sabres. I hate them, and I also hate this next team. I don't know how you feel about them, but I... They've always bugged me. Uh, the Senators. I say I'd the, never
0: care for the Senators because yeah. of the the early 2000s. Early to mid, like, 2000s, whatever the hell you call that decade. It's so weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I say early 2000s. Whatever. Yeah. People are going for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: you know, you get it. But, like... They again would play the Senators quite a bit in the playoffs, and they also had that insane regular season brawl against them, where the Flyers yep. were smoking the shit out of the Senators, and they were like, "All right, you know what? We're gonna have like forty thousand fights."
1: <laughs> so, uh, going back and just talking about that timeline too, the so the Senators beat the Flyers in the two thousand two uh, playoffs, two thousand three playoffs, I think two thousand two was the one. 2002 was the one. It was a five-game series, and the Flyers only scored two goals. And then in 2004, uh, they played each other a couple weeks, or maybe the week before the big brawl, and it pretty much is set off because Martin Havlat took a swing at Mark Recchi's head, like late in the game. And then Havlat got suspended two games because we're talking about the NHL in 2004. <laughs> so if you want to get away with some shit, you should have done it before the the lockout. Is what I'm saying. Is he
0: dead? <laughs> Not a penalty.
1: He's not dead? All right, you can suit him next year. Yeah. Uh, and then the big brawl, 419 minutes. 4, 419 penalty minutes. I was going back, and I was trying to look up other like massive fight-filled games to see if there was some kind of weird rivalry across the league I was not remembering. And the two teams that have had the most penalty, minute, penalty minutes in a game are the Flyers are first. They had 216 of these 419, and then the Senators are third. And they had 203. So the two top, like the two top team producing penalty minutes in a single game are both from this fucking game. And every, like everybody was fighting. Uh, Brashear went twice. Patrick Sharp fought. It was, uh, it was wild. But I, I mean, that makes you hate another fucking team. I and mean, they played each other a bunch in the postseason. And then uh, they went at it again in 2011. They got into another line brawl. It wasn't. Uh, the nonsense for 2004, but it was another big-ass brawl. And then this year, even this year, Brady Kachuk went after uh, Lawton when he was on the ice. So they, uh, I don't know, centers just kind of annoying. just kind of there. I feel bad for him because Melnick sucks, but uh, they, are you know, they uh, they rubbed me the wrong way. Not a big fan of the centers. No. Yeah, and I also put the Eric Lindros hit on, I think his name was Andreas Dackel. I think it was Andreas Dackel, yeah. Uh, another one that to me, I consider them a big, over, bigger rivalry because of where I, I'm from. But uh, the Caps, I don't know if they're full flavor town.
0: So they kind of fluctuate, right? Uh, that's kind of fluctuate, a good way to put it. Yeah. Where sometimes, like you have Dale Hunter, right, and mm-hmm. you really hate the Caps. Uh, and sometimes you, you actually don't really mind the the highlights of Ovi going crazy with the cup, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's I, weird, like I should have despised that, but I kind of enjoyed it and I felt weird about it, the whole thing. I um,
1: he deserved it. But
0: fun. like in the heat of the moment, I hate the caps when I'm playing like I hate playing against Ovechkin. I hate playing against Tom Wilson. He is a piece of garbage. Yeah. But on the other hand, like I also think about the caps with like Jim Carrey in goal.
1: <laughs> Olaf Kolzig. Yeah, or the, we'll, goalie. We'll be the goalie, the goalie. Pietrangelo being the only one scoring. Yeah, like you think of, uh, yeah, like there was. Yeah. I think the the there was no huge series with the with the Caps for us growing up until uh, for me it was senior of high school is when they beat him in two thousand eight. So for me, that's that's the reason why I hate them is because growing up in Maryland, middle of nowhere Maryland. And I only had one friend, my friend Mike, that actually listens to this, was the only one that would ever pay attention to hockey. Nobody else fucking knew about the Caps. And then senior year, people started paying attention when the Ovechkin was actually a couple years into the league and he started scoring some goals. But they've had – like that 2008 series was ridiculous. 2016 was – there was a lot of feistiness in that. That game three was nuts. It was the Belmar hit and um, the bracelets on the ice. And then Game Five of that series was Shen fought Oshi, I think, uh, and then uh, the the shutout. But they always, there's usually just always a lot of bitterness between these two teams. And I, I don't know how much of it is really a rivalry and how much I actually hate the Caps. And like now they are actually now it's really ramped up because they're both battling for division. Like this. I was gonna team. say this
0: one could really this spark one, yeah, up. Yeah, can't get in the next couple years because if. The Flyers and the Caps continue to keep vying for the division, like they currently are. Then, yeah, this could be a feisty one over the next two years. And yeah. you know Tom Wilson's not going anywhere, and, and
1: he was an OB's asshole. He's not was going you?
0: anywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's complete. He's always an asshole because yeah. that's who he is. He is a human dumpster. <laughs> like, sadly, this human dumpster knows how to play hockey now. Yeah, but it is.
1: It's gonna take off. I think you're right. I think it is because it was rampant. Yeah, it was ramped up this year. The uh, the last two ones I put down here, uh, February eighth was when Nakp uh, did the Lord's work and uh, fed Leipzig uh, some punches, and then March fourth was when uh, Thompson and Robert Hag both fought Wilson. And Wilson Hag was a response to Wilson running at Drew. So it was. Uh, and Caps
0: Flyers games this year were outstanding. They were, were really good, feisty frigging games. And I, I I'm kind of saying like this. I think this is on the road to Flavortown, buddy.
1: I think no, I agree. I agree. I uh, and um, especially now, if in the postseason, if one of them wins a division and the other one is still a two or three seed, there's still a chance for them to play in the second round, which would be uh, pretty nuts. It'd be some uh, some good hockey.
0: If you think about it, what are the real keys to a good rivalry? You need you need some hate. You need some big hits, some controversial hits. You need specifically a player to hate. So you've got the player to hate in Tom Wilson. Uh, it's, it's always nice to have like an ex player that kind of makes it like an ex player on your team that makes you a little like bitter when you play against them. So like Radko Gudas, like you're always like <laughs> fearful, he's going to lay out like one of his filthy Radko Gudas hits on one of the flyers. Yeah. And then like, you know, I'm sure it makes them pissy to see Matt Niskanen doing so well in the flyers well, uniform now.
1: Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. I, I, yeah, that was a pretty, pretty good trade. Yeah, so I think, yeah,
0: but and the fact is, you're seeing good competitive hockey, and you see good, feisty competitive hockey, and you have a hateable player on the other side, and you have big hits and fights and all that. Like, you got a rivalry, and it sounds like we got a stew going, baby.
1: <laughs> it's also, I feel like the Caps are just, they've been good for long enough now that people, like a bunch of teams, they had a rivalry with the Ranchers for a couple of years because they just wouldn't stop playing each other in the postseason. They play each other, I think. Not certain. I want to say they played each other for thirty seven straight years in the postseason. And then they also have the rivalry with the penguins too. So uh they're pretty uh, they're, they're they're getting pretty hateable. You're starting to hate them, especially when uh yeah, you got guys like Wilson. So I think that might be a Flavortown one. On the verge of Flavortown, the cusp of Flavortown, that rivalry.
0: It's, it's uh, taking a ride to Flavortown.
1: <laughs> Jump hop, skip, jumping. I don't know what that fucking saying. Wait
0: is. waiting for that Uber to Flavortown <laughs>
1: Uh, Bruins. How do you feel about the Bruins? I feel like they Oh, are... I hate the Bruins. Hate I've,
0: I've always hated the Bruins. I was pissed off when they won a cup against the, the Canucks. Uh, I, it, it's, it's dimmed down a little bit in recent years, but when it sparked back up in like 2010, 2011, around there, oh, uh, it was beautiful. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the the Bruins are essentially the Flyers' first rival.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, and they played each other a bunch back Way back in the day, Fires won the Cup in 74 against them, uh, then beat them again in 76, and then the Bruins won in 77 and 78. So right there, they played each other f- four times in five postseasons, and that'll, that'll rip up the hate a little bit. And then they didn't didn't play at all for a couple decades and then play each other again in back-to-back postseasons. The Bruins have to hate the Fires because of 2010, um, and then they handed, handed it right back to the Fires in 2011 with a uh, – Pretty fucking painful sweep. That may have been... I think that was the least the Fires have ever been involved in a series in, like, recent memory. It was a sweep. At
0: basically, only JVR showed up. In that it, it, was, yeah, it was
1: a sweep. JVR showed up for a couple periods in the second game, and then, and then that was it. Like, game game three was over immediately, and game four was... It, it was long, drawn out, like, 5-1 win. So, uh, also, for this, too, a random thing I remembered was Randy Jones boarding... Patrice Bergeron from behind back in like 2008. Oh my god! Remember
0: every Boston fan saying that Randy Jones was a dirty player, and I'm like, Randy Jones is a nothing player, guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna hunt down Randy Jones. Okay, go ahead. We don't we really don't care that much about Randy Jones. You can take him. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, if you if he's got to be the one, that's fine. But I remember, yeah, because that I think it was a day game, and I just remember Bergeron laying there and then just. Yeah, everybody in Boston losing their shit over it. Uh, Randy Jones. Like, who cares about Randy? Uh, We want to
0: talk about hateable players. Boston's got one of the most hateable in Brad Marchand. And watching him embarrass the shit out of himself (laughs) by losing that puck in the shootout earlier this year was chef's kiss, just beautiful moment.
1: Okay, so you know, I can guarantee you one thing that would make this, and I'm not... Given a timeline it doesn't happen to happen this postseason or five postseasons from now, the second these two meet in the postseason and Connect Me and Marsh and are on the ice together, it's going to tip over in the Flavor Town and it's going to get dumb.
0: They might actually sword fight with their sticks.
1: They might actually do it and it's going it, to, the league's going to let it happen. It's going to be amazing and we're all going to enjoy it. But that's, I think that's how close it is. It's right there. I mean, they're a very hateable team and that was even before Boston started to. Win everything. So uh and then on now it's yeah.
0: And you think back to 2010 too. They they had they still had Marsh back then.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they also
0: had Lucic who was.
1: Uh, yeah. No. They, yeah, yeah.
0: That it was a hateable piece of shit.
1: Yeah. No. Lucic was fucking annoying. Yeah. Lucic. Yeah. They had some. Yeah. Uh, and char char too is also he's not an asshole, but he's just also a ginormous he's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Exactly. He'll just push you around. So. All right, I, this is not a uh, Donkey Sauce ranking, but I, I put the devils here. I th- I would consider them Flavor Town with the way we've been uh, ranking these puppies. I just put it, I said maybe not because nothing has happened too recently, but again, they did play each other in the 2010 and 2012 postseasons, so that, you know, not obnoxious. A horrible,
0: a horrible musical artist once said the lyrics These scars remind me that the past is real. And I have so much scarring. That would be Papa Roach. He's awful. Um, I have so many mental scars from the Flyers Devils rivalry of the 90s and early 2000s. Like I hate no other hockey team like the New Jersey Devils. And it doesn't matter how shitty the Devils are. I delight in beating them every time. And I feel miserable when the Flyers lose to them. It doesn't matter how bad the Flyers are and how good the Devils are, or vice versa. Beating the Devils feels great. Losing the Devils feels horrible. They are my most hated team of all time. Like the Penguins, great, great rivalry. And we're going to talk extensively about that. But the Devils are the team that really gets my
1: ire up at the end of the day. I can get behind that. I really do fucking hate the Devils. I think mainly because, uh, you know, certain men, men of our age, you know, uh, they. the Lindros hit fucking just killed our childhoods, I think. Like, that moment...
0: I became a man that moment. <laughs> yeah, that was... But it wasn't by choice.
1: <laughs> it was not by choice. Uh, by the way, your decision to turn a man on that day uh, was that your last resort. I Ugh. mean, you. Yeah, there you go. So suck it. It came Pulled right back to you. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that was... I mean, I've the. Yeah.
0: Craig Had currently this... spiking his hair as with two pounds of hair gel.
1: Suffocation, no breathing. Uh, but the... Yeah, the 2000 run was the hit, and the Flyers blowing that three-one lead—it was absolutely fucking terrible. And then all the trap hockey, and how much everybody loves or would used to blow Brodeur, and when he would right. play the like, trap system, let's not like, forget, just
0: let's not forget that the New Jersey Devils essentially destroyed the game of hockey. Yeah, like '90s hockey became a slog and terrible, and lost tons of fans because the New Jersey Devils played perhaps the most boring hockey in the history of the sport. (laughs) They slowed the game down to a crawl and made it garbage because they are a garbage franchise that plays in a garbage stadium in a garbage city.
1: I remember trying to explain, like, a thing with, I don't know if you got this with people that don't like hockey up here in Philly, but in Maryland, like, when you're trying to explain to people, like, why hockey's good... They'd be like, oh, not enough goals. Pretty low scoring. It's just nothing like one-nothing games. And I always want to be like, yeah, that was the Devils. Like, that was what they did. And then they'd be like, well, isn't Martin Brodeur really good? I'm like, yeah, but that was also like, that leads into the whole, the Devils are good and that, like, they kind of ruined hockey. It's a whole fucking thing. Like, hockey's not that boring. They was just, they were that bad for a while. It was that bad for a while because the Devils loved the fucking trap and just Go watch it some
0: fucking Connor McDavid highlights, bro. That's Come
1: all you got to do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Going back and watching 90s hockey now. No, thank you. It's fucking terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> it just looks so choppy and it's just a complete... I don't
0: bad... understand how John LeClair scored 50 goals a season.
1: I, it's just hard will and effort, apparently. Like, I don't know how he did it either with all the equipment and how unfluid the game was. Right, you know, that was, uh, yeah.
0: As I always like to say, imagine guys like Lindros and Forsberg playing the game today.
1: <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. It'd be absurd. I, that one, and I, w- I would, I kind of would want to see Ovechkin playing in the old era. I feel like he would have, I, I feel like he still would have killed it, and he would have been more. Oh, he would have
0: been really freaking good still, but I, I, I'm curious to see if he would have scored more at a Leclerc pace, or if the clutching and grabbing really would have. Would have Because I think Leclerc thrived off getting those filthy goals and having a great slap shot. Yeah. Whereas, like, Ovi's got a great slap shot, don't get me wrong. Like, he has a tremendous one, and it scares the shit out of me on the power play at all times. Yeah, but I don't know if the clutching and grabbing just would have been too frustrating for him at the end of the day. It's it, it was tough to watch.
1: <laughs> it was, it especially was especially
0: when the rest. puck was glowing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Fox. Get me
0: that DVD set. Get me the best of the glow puck.
1: Do you think? I, I think the question is, where is Fox selling that DVD? It's got to be online somewhere. And at this point, probably fucking free. They don't want to make money off it. It's but it's
0: at Jim Carrey's net dot blogspot.org.
1: <laughs> it's and on you
0: can buy that and buy mock-ups of washington goaltender jim carrey in various masks inspired by jim carrey movies
1: bad detective that's uh, yeah, all of them. uh Cable guy <laughs> truman show
0: dumb and dumber dumb and dumber bruce almighty or was it Dumb and Dumber 2? T- I forgot what the sequel was. Uh, was a bad sequel. And- it doesn't
1: matter. Let's not yeah, talk it. Yeah, it doesn't matter, yeah. They, yeah, they did try to sneak that one in there without, uh yeah, Carrie, so. Uh, what else from this? Uh, Downey and Clarkson. I've talked about that one before. Uh, oh, God. Downey uh clawing out Clarkson's eyes and I'm laughing. Uh, Stink bomb game? This was the Flyers won an oh, overtime game. Bomb. Yeah, what a random... Remember that one? Jeff Carter won an overtime. Before he did at the at the farg apparently somebody threw a stink bomb onto the ice and it it held up play. I it's still one of the weirdest things I've ever seen happen in a hockey game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and again like and By the way,
0: if you want to talk about how far this rivalry has fallen, we saw Wayne Simmons, one of our beloved Flyers of the past decade, in a Devils jersey this past season and not that many people really seem to yeah, care. Nothing. I was disg- yeah. I vomited in my mouth, but not <laughs> not nearly enough people were like more people were upset when Yager signed with the devils after the flyers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, and it seems it should have definitely gotten like some kind of, I don't think it was, you don't think everybody thought he was already over the hill or like already past his
0: prime. Yeah, I think a decent amount of people, may have played that, a role but it was middle. also,
1: Still, he was on the
0: it's also just, that's where the rivalries at right now because just the nothing. devils, it, it hasn't been heated in a couple years. And the Devils haven't been particularly good in a, a minute at this point, and the Flyers are starting to be good again. So they're at opposite ends of the spectrum. Although it was really fun to laugh at the Devils this year when everybody was like, oh, don't sleep on the Devils this year. They're going to be really good all of a sudden. And they sucked.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you don't sleep on the Devils. And everybody took a fucking nap on them because they sucked hard. They were so bad. But everybody was like, yeah, they were going to be this wildcard team. It's our course wildcard team. Led by Mackenzie Blackwood and Will Butcher, they're coming. They're gonna get you, these devils. My uh, favorite
0: Devils thing from this year was people. I, I saw a couple things where like Devils fans were like talking shit on Carter Hart because like Mackenzie Blackwood, and I'm like, who cares?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the point. I got is they were trying to nitpick numbers with Blackwood and uh, Hart, but yeah, I mean, if they want to keep one of them the plays in
0: competitive games, the other one's Mackenzie <laughs> Blackwood.
1: Yeah, the only ones padding stats because they're seeing thirty-five shots tonight. You know, I don't know. <laughs> That's, there's a little, a little something of that. Uh, but yeah, I think it could, and nowhere near as much potential as like the Caps rivalry. But if uh, if Patrick does return the play and he's pretty good, and he sure continues to be pretty decent, that could they could, you know. Uh, the lamestream media could start to milk that uh, narrative for a while and then it could heat up a little bit and they yeah. end up playing in the playoffs again soon. It'll get as soon as they play in the playoffs again, I'll be right back too, because I'm I mean, we're going to remember how much we hate the Devils <laughs> anytime they play the Penguins in the postseason. It's the same thing, too.
0: Right. It doesn't take much to reignite this rivalry. And it, it yeah. could be it, it just takes one playoff series or even one bad hit one way or the other.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what the Devils, you know. Oh, shit. We saw that this year. That, at Curtis or last season, Curtis Gabriel boarded Nolan Patrick. So
0: and then signed
1: with the fans. And then he signed with the yeah. That's how you do it. If you can't beat them, let them join your team. Uh, another one I got here is the Canadians. I this is one where I think the Canadians might hate the Flyers more than the Flyers fans hate Canadians, just because.
0: I think you might be right on that count.
1: Yeah, because again, well, I the thing I think with the, the Flyers the Canadian, have
0: all the best French players, like Claude Giroux.
1: This is true. And also <laughs> all of them. And then also the Flyers did Olay lay chance. I remember they did the Olay chance back in 2010 when they were. Uh, oh, that was fun. Pushing the Canadians around. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I,
0: I love the Canadians because they took out all the hard teams that year. Yeah, they did. The, yeah, the Flyers did the just had work. to beat their sorry asses into submission to make the cup finals.
1: Halak played out of his fucking mind for two series. And then the Eastern Conference final, he's like, you know what? I'm tired, man. Um, you guys, you guys got this. And, the, and then they and got bin. shut out
0: three times by Michael Layton.
1: <laughs> Imagine being just in the locker room after that. It's like, well, guys, uh, Michael Layton apparently is just gonna take us down. Just Michael like, fucking Layton.
0: I saw this guy out on the street with a bindle last week.
1: <laughs> Michael Layton. If it wasn't for like that run, Michael Layton's biggest claim of fame would be on the losing side of the longest game in NHL history. Like his biggest claim to fame would be losing a game outside of the NHL. That is Michael <laughs> Lane's career summation. Yeah. Uh,
0: Instead, his claim to fame is losing a game in the NHL. Yeah,
1: losing a game in a painfully comedic fashion. Comedic to everybody else that isn't us. Uh,
0: that said, that said, I love the Canadian <laughs> rivalry. <struggle-y. laughs> um, just because, like, again, I know they've won a cup more recently than us, but we're talking about 1993, so who gives a shit? Yeah, who gives a shit? Um, yeah, and it's. And they're a team that. Honestly, I've never. I've had moments of flare ups of disliking the Canadians, but I've never particularly, like, hated them, for sure. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, like,. The, you have the the Richard Subban stuff
1: listed here, yeah.
0: and that was that wasn't. I always hey, thought that, that was, was weird dumb. why people really harped on that.
1: Yeah, that was a whole thing that got way because that was that became a thing that wasn't a. It just wasn't a. That Richard said that he was being cocky and he wasn't, like, he hasn't earned enough respect in the league to pretty much be that cocky. And then Subban was like, well, I don't feel that way. And then that was it. And then every single time Subban's touched well, I disagree the puck Philadelphia. So yeah, every single, he said that pretty much verbatim. And then every single time he's touched the puck in Philly, people just boo him. So I don't understand what that angle is. I was, this was more for the trying to angle it to being, over. I, I just don't, I it might be an original six team. I think I might just kind, kind of honestly hate all the original six teams. I just don't Like the Canadians, probably more of a personal thing because, again, the Flyers have done fairly well against them. I mean, we have the good memories of them, you know, cranking them in 2010. They also beat them two years earlier in 2008 when R.J. Umberg went fucking nuts and scored nine points, eight of which were goals, eight goals on on 20 shots in five games. And then just, you know, RJ um, and then 2014, 15 and 67 games, he had nine goals. So just for point of comparison in his career, I
0: believe during one of those RJ Umberger going ham on the Habs games, I was watching, I was at a Phillies, San Francisco Giants game and I just gave up on watching the Phil's game and went to like the bar at Central Bank <laughs> Park and was just watching the Flyers game instead. I was like, yeah!
1: You, like you, an RJ Umberger. You know the one time I've been at a, a sports event and there's been a playoff game that I wanted to watch that happened one time. I was at a Flyers-Lightning game in 2010, and I we left our seats early to go start to watch the Cowboys-Eagles game uh, in 20. Yeah, 2010, the year that the Eagles lost, McNabb danced out of the tunnel, oh, God. and then the yeah. So that was the I, I left my seats early for that game to watch the Eagles get dismantled at the bar, and then drove home the Maryland. <laughs> it was it was a rough night. It was not a fun time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty good story though. I mean that's uh, historically the Flyers have split their playoff series with the uh, the Habs. Flyers won in 1987, 2008 in 2010. Uh, so two of those three times they went to the Cup. Lost, but did beat the Habs. So. And then uh, Canadians won in 1973, 1976, which was the sweep in the Stanley Cup Final. And then 1989, which I believe, uh, that is Chris Chelios' hit, right? I don't, I think that that's the year, because I'm pretty sure. I believe sure. that's the year. Yeah, because yeah, then Ron heck, Hextall oh,
0: just decked the shit out of yeah, Chris Chelios. and the whole thing. Chris Chelios tried to kill Brian Propp.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, and then yeah, a couple games later when I guess Hextall knew the game and series were out of hand he was just like fuck it I'm taking this in my own hands and uh and this down Chelios.
0: that I don't think you're fully a Flyers fan until you see like this is <laughs> like the Flyers bar or bat mitzvah is if you watch this clip of Ron Hextall trying to cr- kill Chris Chelios like
1: and then, it,
0: it doesn't matter your feelings on Ron Hextall the GM like you need to see Ron Hextall the goalie Leap at Chris Chelios's head with his blocker and try to just destroy this man. It's phenomenal.
1: I was gonna say the and then the uh, yelling and blocker throw afterwards might be good enough to cancel out the Hartnell trade. Like it is very entertaining. It does hit a certain spot to see Hextall go fucking nuts and like still give it to Chelios even after they get separated. So, but that's uh, I mean that's Canadians' rivalry. So I think I think something's there. It's not anywhere near Flavortown, but I think it's not. I think nothing. that needs
0: a it needs a couple a couple terse games to yeah. to really get up there.
1: I say th- I say one really good postseason matchup. One playoff series where they just beat the shit out of each other and then that it might be there. Uh Maple Leafs speaking of. Um another team that maybe not at the moment at this moment, but back in the early two thousands, I mean, they were they it was pretty intense. And also this could be another thing too where Maple Leaf's fans should hate Flyers, the Flyers, more than Flyers fans hate the Maple Leafs. Because in 2004, that closed out the Leafs window, the cup contending window for that team. And the next time they were relevant relevant was when uh, they got Matt this core now. So they went a while there without competitive teams, and the Flyers closed the door. Been a while since Ronan scored on us. That's their, that's their <laughs> edition of the fucking song. Uh, yeah,
0: I did not like that team in a large part of that. Like I didn't actually have anything against Matt Sundin. It looked a little weird and I never quite liked him, but I didn't have anything against him. Ty fucking yeah, it's just Ty what a coward.
1: Yeah. It's just Ty Dome. Uh What a coward. Talked about the, We always talk about the uh, Adam bird incident where he had uh, decided to, uh, skate away from, who was it? Ruby McCarthy. And then decided to, uh, jump in with somebody else to uh, just beat the show of Adam Burt or take some swings at Adam Burt. Yeah. And then he also fought a fan. Also fought uh, a good big fan of the show, Chris Falcon. Uh, so, and I think that those dumbass things help lead to a rivalry. JVR Shen trade is another thing that could help stoke a little. Uh, and then also for me personally, I was devastated in the summer of 2018 when I thought, my guy, John Tavares, JT91. I thought he was going to come home. I thought he was going to sign a deal in Philly, and uh, instead, Kyle Dubas showed him a new pair of pajamas, and he said, "There's no way I can't go north." <laughs> He's like, "I can't. I gotta sleep in these puppies every night." So that that happened. Uh,
0: I'm always amazed by how many people were convinced that he was coming to Philly, despite the fact <laughs> that there was never like a rumor, even slightly indicating he was interested in coming to the Flyers. Like, I
1: don't, Yeah. I don't know how much I don't remember how much everybody talked about I just remember that was my big fucking I just wanted Hextall to actually go and do something once besides he Tavares he's probably still fucking here and there's a decent chance the Flyers are doing pretty well in 2018 right we're but there's never that. one indication in there, it wasn't coming at all yeah there's no there was chance
0: never an indication like there were always <laughs> these the rubber teams and the Flyers were never one of them and people kept saying like well you know the Flyers should get him <laughs> yeah. did, yeah, what, going did out anybody out. ask Sean Tavares if he wanted to come to the Flyers <laughs> We're just making a wild assumption
1: here, guys. <laughs> uh, I also put down uh, the.
0: Oh, you know who else was on that team that I fucking hated? Darcy Tucker.
1: Oh, yeah, Darcy Tucker sucked. Also, Thomas Caberly's face. Something, something about his face. If you're talking about. If you want to comment on Matt Sunday and look a little goofy, Thomas Caberly, I don't know what it was. I, it just he, he bugged me too. I don't know. Darcy Tucker was a, Darcy stum- Tucker was a sucking US. piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he was fucking terrible, but he did also set up one of the most notable goals of Flyers history because I—I I mean, it was—it was yeah, by being a piece of by shit, By annihilating Kapitan, Yeah, so that was pretty. He tried to uh, kill.
0: Sammy capitan was like the team mascot before. <laughs> like, he's just—he's just a little guy. He's gotta protect him, keep he's him just safe, fast, and yeah, yeah. And
1: then all of a sudden, Darcy Tucker uh, tries to put him to the glass, pins him on the glass, like three feet off the ice it was a ridiculous hit but uh that was yeah darcy Tucker sucked ty sucked i mean i mean a lot of them sucked yeah um and looking at the notes here sergey berezen i was thinking about this too the i knew he won that 99 series really late i didn't know it was under a minute left he scored with like 59 points something seconds left in a one nothing game on the power play which back then is sounds a little like BS if you're getting a penalty that late in a playoff game, but I digress. Uh, Flyers, though, historically have dominated the Leafs. Uh, they've won five of six all time playoff series, one in 1975, 76, 77, 2003, and 2004, and 2003 also. I think the 2003 series alone kind of builds the rivalry because it was a seven game series and there were eight overtimes. And it all came in three games, but it was still eight overtimes. Uh, Cowberly, speaking of Calverly, won game three and double overtime, Rekce won game four and three three overtimes, and then Travis Green, uh connects head coach, won game six and two overtimes. Uh and I just remember I'm all I remember from that series pretty much is Rekki's shot dribbling past Bell four and in. And it was a, it was a good time. So Maple Leafs. Um and then we're in the Flavor Town. We're being well,
0: on. I I've gone back and forth on this one, and I think I'm going to I might have to pull them out of Flavortown for the current status.
1: Oh, all right. Yeah. For, that would be, I
0: think there's only one rivalry that really belongs in the top tier.
1: I, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, um even so though. the New York
0: Rangers, I think are historically considered a Flyers rival just due to the Philadelphia, New York connection. And yeah. the fact that the Islanders play on Long Island. And as I've said in the past, who gives a shit about Long Island? <laughs> But the the Rangers are the team, at the end of the day, that the New York team you think of when you think of a, a rivalry. And there certainly is some historical precedence for a Flyers-Rangers Ra- rivalry. But at the end of the day, where it's at right now, the Rangers are... They're up and coming right now. And certainly having Breadman really helps them, Panarin. But they're not quite there yet, and it hasn't been... As I I can't remember the last time it was spicy maybe ninety the late nineties when they had Gretzky and Messier like I really disliked them when they had like Brian Leach, Mark Messier and yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Flower Towns Mike Richter but
1: that was mid nineties that, that it's was mid nineties and
0: I didn't like when Yager was there I didn't like uh, that they got Yager no. I've never liked the Rangers but I can't really. Point to one particular reason why, and they've had some scumbags for sure.
1: Yeah, I think uh, yeah they have Matthew Barnaby, who we yeah who is the the iconic douchebag in the NHL. So he's just kind of you know jumped from team to teams we hate. But I think the Rangers are the devils for the generation older than us. Like, right, I mean, there's oh. a
0: reason that the Flyers pick the Rangers, or well, not the Flyers pick the Rangers, but the Flyers and the Rangers are matched up against each other in the Winter Classic, the yeah. last year, right? Yeah, yeah, because they they are rival teams. It's just not it's not the juiciest rivalry right now.
1: Right, right now it's not. Um, even with the 2014 series, that that was a pretty good series, um, but even then that was six years ago, and that was like the. That was the only thing from now going back to yeah that '97 series I can remember, really, and then also Lindros going to Lindros leaving and going to the Rangers. Uh, that was a big thing, and that uh, when he came back to Philly, I remember that because that was the game that Luke Richardson beat the shit out of Matthew Barnaby. But that was, uh, but like right, I think they do need to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. They do. They have played a lot in the past. They've have they have eleven all time playoff series against each other. Flyers won six of them. They won in 74 on the way to the Cup, 80, 85, 87, 95, and 97. And then the Rangers won in 79, 82, 83, 86, and 2014. So I think just the one playoff series over the last 23 years kind of doesn't really make them play over town. And there's not really – again, like that 2014 series was seven games, but there was – uh, there were no overtimes there wasn't like a I don't
0: know it, yeah, it was like it was... I think we were more excited to be in the playoffs at that point than anything yeah. and they were mismatched in that,
1: that series. oh yeah sure. that's true I mean yeah that's true that that season was more just a
0: you know what the last oh, huge man. like as a Flyers fan the last huge victorious moment over the Rangers I really like cherish and think of is it's uh, 2010, yeah, 2010 clinching the playoffs, Brian Boucher.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, and again, that's probably one of the best moments that you know Flyers fans have had for like a while. That's up there as one of the best. Uh, I, you know, but again, that was ten years ago. <laughs> that's a really good. I think that's the thing that comes to my mind too. Is probably that. That's the best thing. That Lindros's goal on Richter late in Game Four in '97. Oh, yeah. But again, that '97 series is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but so. it's '97. Yeah.
0: Uh, and and the thing is, like, they've had Henrik Lundqvist for a while and Lundqvist has destroyed the Flyers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also uh. and also the Rangers have been winning with him. I think that to me kind of like Lundqvist. I don't truly hate Lundqvist because he is too handsome to hate. Yeah, he's gorgeous. And also he hasn't helped. The, he hasn't dragged the Rangers to a cup win. So I can't really care it almost that did, much.
0: But not quite.
1: Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm oh, mad But reaction. it's not like
0: Brodor, who like won multiple cups for the Devils and it was yeah. disgusting every time.
1: Yeah. I still, man, I still think about Lundqvist's reaction after 2014 when he just like pretty much melted into the ice. And then also when his teammates tried to come out like comfort him, him he was just like, nah, get back on the fucking bench. I want to hear from you guys right now. He was just like waving. He was like, get away from me. I don't want to deal with this shit. Uh, You think
0: about all these great goalies and man, Chris Osgood's (laughs) got way more cups than most of them.
1: Oh yeah. Chris
0: Osgood, not good. And I didn't mean the pun there. I'm sorry. Chris, not good. But, oh,
1: there you go. I took it one step further somehow.
0: But like, he's got more cups than Dominic Hasek, one of the best goaltenders of all time. Henrik Lundqvist, like.
1: It's a uh, shame. Like, I don't like Hasek and Hasek and Lundqvist would have more combined. They can't go they're, down. They're Dan win.
0: Marinos. Of the NHL. Yeah,
1: like it's insane. Well the uh how should I go on with the am I losing my how should I go on with the red wings in two thousand two, right? Or am I losing my mind?
0: Uh oh you want? you're right. I, I can I rewind and go back and not say that? Yeah. I
1: might Oh yeah. No, but I mean no no, but yeah, to your point though, like like fuck. Like how how are those two guys gonna only have one cup together? Oh wait! Do you want to? You want to take us? No, I said
0: more. So no, you know what? Never mind. Let the record stand.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's uh, dude, we're just waiting on. We need one. Well, I mean, Capocaccio being good is going to be a and could lead into a little more uh intensity with this rivalry. Yeah, and Panera being good too. If they get a defense, it, this rivalry could take off. They were pushing for it this year. They people. We're getting excited, really excited about the Rangers' games this year, and then the Flyers just walked all over them. Um, but yeah, I mean, that should get closer to Flavortown the next couple years. Uh, this one, though, I think is still Flavor Town. And has by the been... way, Hashik
0: won two Stanley Cups, so you know what? I, I don't feel bad for him anymore. Fucked on. <laughs> great goalie, great goalie. Drove me nuts with the Sabers.
1: Yeah, wait. So he won in two thousand two, and then what else? Uh, two thousand
0: eight.
1: Oh, he was the oh, – oh, wow. I think he was the backup. Had hit, to have yeah. been. Yeah, because it was him and Osgood. How the fuck – that team must have been really good if they were one with and Chris Osgood. Chris Osgood
0: is the luckiest goalie in history. Yeah. My guy I, – I despise <laughs> – Chris Osgood, <laughs> probably a fine man. I despise him because he has just lucked his way into <laughs> being like one of the most winningest goalies ever. And it's like – I he was never that good, but he played – that team that Detroit Red Wings run was phenomenal. No, like they, were, they were so good for so long and I hated them and now I just don't care, but I really hated them for a while.
1: Yeah, no, I no, they're a very hateable team. I, and I, it just wasn't really just focused. It wasn't because of our flyers, but they're just a hateable team because they just kept winning and their teams were always loaded and they were always a hard out in the postseason. Those, well, I mean, we'll talk about some of the other rivalries, uh, the Avs-Wings rivalry in a second. But that that series was, I mean, that rivalry was nuts because I think from 95 to 2002, the Avs or the Red Wings came out of the West five times. So And they kept playing each other in the postseason, so it just everything was getting nuts. You had the Lemieux hit and then the crazy-ass brawls. And I think it was Shanahan who was jumping through the air and tackled Wah. I think that was what happened in that fight. But yeah, that series is nuts. But uh, okay, so the the only team is really the Penguins, right? In Flavortown, I would say. At the moment. Yeah,
0: at at this moment, that is. Based off recent
1: play. Yeah, recent play, and also historically, uh, it is the Penguins. uh, Oh, I forgot to look up. The Penguins couldn't win in Philadelphia forever. I forget how long it was. I want to say it was 15 years they went without a win in Philadelphia from. 74 to 89. Not sure. I didn't look it up. But, uh, yeah, historically, Philadelphia does pretty good against the Penguins. But just recently, who has been murdering them. Uh, Flyers have won four of seven all-time playoff series. They won in 89, 97, 2000, and 2012. And then Pittsburgh beat the Flyers in 2008, 2009, and 2018. All those series were, I mean, really, the the truly only painful one was the 2009 one, I guess. 2008... The Flyers just shouldn't have been there. They went from being the worst team in the league by eleven points to the Eastern Conference Final. Like that—that that was, was a
0: classic. Just happy to be there. Yeah, like that was, was good
1: enough. Like that was—if if people were really upset that they it didn't have been there. feel great,
0: but it was like, I'll okay, throw. you know what? I'm I'm happy with the run. Yeah. But then that's but that's where it all starts. That's where this rivalry really uh, yeah. heated up because. If you look at Flyers-Penguins historically, you know, they had some, some, you know, a little bit in the late 80s, right? A little bit. A little bit. Not too much. But then the Flyers were horse shit for a few years in the early 90s. And then mm-hmm. uh, the Penguins were great. And then the Penguins were pretty good and the Flyers were real good. And they had, uh, of course, the, the 5 overtime game. And yeah. Yager, dude, looks like a lady and all that shit. And probably the greatest moment for Flyers fans showing that, hey, we're not a bunch of savage... Pieces of shit. Uh, when we gave the standing ovation oh, yeah. to Mario Lemieux when he came back from cancer,
1: yeah, that is a that's always a good one to throw at people whenever they dunk on Philly fans because that's there's really no other example of to show that Philly fans are just passionate, not all assholes.
0: I'm sure um, there's plenty of other. There examples, are plenty. Yeah, that's they're, the they're, that's, they're, the, that's a, the number really one, one. Like when people talk about like the the fucking you know stupid cheap bracelets that people threw back on the ice, yeah, like. You know, I, I like to, you know, come back with that example <laughs> because that's a much kinder example. But, cool. you know, like bracelets, how much could they even cost? You know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> but regardless, like, it was a mild rivalry. Like, yeah. I didn't like the Penguins. Uh, Darius Kasparaitis is fecal matter, just mm-hmm. a piece of garbage. A Garbage robot man, it is horror, horrific human being, and I hope he's doing poorly.
1: Also, uh, um, I also hope again, Matthew. Barnaby. I hope his health is fine, but yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I hope he's not particularly happy. Yeah, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Matthew Barnaby and then also Rico Fada, just fuck him. I'm just throwing that name out there for no reason at all, <laughs> but yeah, no, and like for a while there, the fires, yeah, just had good, they had the 2000 series, which was, yeah, like you said, the five overtime. And then that was the penguins didn't do anything to the flyers for a couple of years there. And then it's, you're right. it It's moved
0: to Kansas city. They had their bags packed. Almost they <laughs> uh, they were already changing their mailing address with the USPS. And
1: yeah, Mary Lemieux was outside of some steakhouse in, uh, in Kansas city. And he just was wearing a big chief jersey. And he was like, this is it. This is my new home. This is, we're moving down here. And they almost did it. They got everybody on the plane. And then at the last second, they were like, you know what? we should probably stay in Pittsburgh. So they were really that close. It's the first
0: them. time anybody's ever said that.
1: <laughs> and they've, yeah. And I mean, it's only, it's kind of worked out for them, but I would advise anybody else. If your thought is now, nah, let's just stay in Pittsburgh. Don't act on that urge at don't, all. Get don't out of, yeah. Get the hell out of there. Uh, 2008. Something I remember about 2008 that uh, really kind of played into. Well, that sucks was teaming got hurt and was out for the, or he, Got diagnosed with blood clots. Like he, they discovered he had blood clots and was automatically out for the series. And then I think in Game Two, Coburn took a slap shot to the face and left the game. Like left the game and couldn't play in the rest of the series either. So from early Game Two on, the Flyers were without team and then Coburn. So I think that plays a little bit in. But anyway, good. I mean, that's when it started. That's when the Flyers' hatred towards the Penguins started again. Two thousand nine was. I mean, I was at Game Six, and that was uh, that was still. I mean, that was just a bad time to leave the arena. That was not a pretty. Uh, that was not a pretty sight leaving the rink that day. <laughs> I mean, the Flyer, everybody was pissed, and uh, if you had a Penguins jersey on, you you probably weren't leaving in one piece. So. Uh,
0: I mean, that that was the ultimate. You blew it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and uh, people, people the were fucking stupid. Max
0: Talbot, shush. Ugh. Oh. My God. And the thing that always drives me nuts about that is Penguins fans will directly attribute that lost fight. (laughs) He lost the fight!
1: Yeah, and... Him, that's what
0: always drives me nuts. He Talbot lost the fight, but he did the shush, and somehow that was the rallying cry. Oh, it's changed everything.
1: Oh, it's because uh, you know Talbot's not supposed to fight Steve, so when he fought, it got the guys going. Even though, even though he got his, you know, sh- you know, shit handed to him, uh, you know, it just means that uh, the team was pumped that he got his head caved in. Uh, it's he go
0: time, boy. Threw boys. up his
1: finger to the crowd and went to the bench and uh, or went to the penalty box. And apparently, yeah, apparently that meant it was go time. But and they had a bunch of other god there's so many other stupid things i remember game in pittsburgh in 2010 flyers won seven to four and pittsburgh didn't send all of the replays to the league office to review a goal like simone Gagne scored and they called it no goal and then on the broadcast team showed the replay after it's called no goal where there was a clear picture of like the puck in the net it was a whole fucking thing there's always uh bobby farnham and belmar that is oh my god 20, yeah, that's one of my favorite things ever. Was the Penguins calling up Farnham in uh, 2015 for the when the, one of the lost seasons the Flyers had, but called up Bobby Farnham, who was just supposed to fight some people because the Flyers were playing the Penguins during a line brawl. Pulls Pierre Edward Belmar, uh, who you know French doesn't fight a lot, didn't fight a lot over in the SHL and everything, was in in the scrum and was already on the ice. Farnham drags him out of the pile, challenges into a fight, and then gets one punched. And like that, like that was his career in the NHL pretty much was get called up by the Penguins to fight, lose to Belmar in a fight, and that's his only, that's his only fucking thing. So I just want to, I like to bring that up as much as possible because I don't like, I don't like Bobby Farnham. So that's it. But, uh, Bobby Farnham
0: sounds like a failed, like 1950s, like singer,
1: failed singer and failed hockey player. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not good. So let him, yeah, he can do that one. But that is a pretty good name, though. I
0: mean, it just sounds like he opened for Buddy Holly at some point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Stadium Series games, too. I mean, not the... Uh, 2019 was pretty good, but the 2017... Oh, 2019 was, like, well, was great, despite yeah. the weather. Yeah, that was the highlight of the 2018-19 season. I,
0: I'm not even sure I watched the previous one where they debuted
1: the Black jerseys. I mean, you don't even... You know, it, it wasn't worth watching. It was a game during that 2016-17 season. Uh, lost season and they got uh got their shit handed to them, so I don't you know it wasn't a lot of fun, but it did add to the rivalry and uh, I think I think this is the the best one going right now. I still personally hate the Devils more, uh and I I don't know the I don't 2012 know. If
0: it, series I think is 2012 the twenty twelve series I think is every not every but a lot of Flyers fans, especially younger Flyers fans like favorite memory of yeah. the Flyers right now because it was so exciting it was such it's probably the closest we've had to 80s hockey where that was wide open scoring and yeah craziness happening and
1: that,
0: it, it was wild it was one of the best series I can remember it's one of the worst series but it's one of the best series
1: <laughs> I was gonna say in terms of entertainment value that might be one of the best series like in the NHL in the last decade period that was just fucking nuts hockey all, but the the goals, goal tending, all the goals, all the defense—horrible. Yeah, it, it was yeah, no defensive structure, which made for absolute pandemonium, and it was, it was beautiful. I remember being like just pissed at entire series and just yelling at at my TV over the fucking Penguins, and Tyler Kennedy's stupid fucking face, and Crosby and Malkin doing Crosby and Malkin stuff. James Neal running around taking hits like just you know, taking taking runs at people for no reason. So that was a fun series though. So I got really. I will say the worst part of that series was when the Penguins won game five, and I was like, fuck, they're going to come back. Like, I thought the Penguins were going to do the whole reverse sweep, the comeback from 03 and uh, finish the Flyers off. And- that would have been the worst timeline ever if that happened. But oh, thankfully, a lot of people uh, thought that
0: was going to happen.
1: Yeah, uh, thankfully uh, Claude Drew came out and uh, established himself as the best player in the world and uh, finished off the series. So and nothing
0: ever changed.
1: And nothing—it's been the same since. So, uh, who you—you're with the Devils too? I you despise devil the Devils is?
0: with every fiber of my being. I—I I greatly dislike the Penguins. Like. I do not ever wish happiness on the Pittsburgh Penguins or their fan base, but I hate with every fiber. I loathe the New Jersey devils.
1: Yeah. I'm with you too. And I don't know if any team is ever really going to top it, which is why I think the whole, I think the Rangers might be uh, a lot of people's go-to rivalry because they probably, you know, they, they pretty much killed my hero. Like Eric Lindros was the guy to me. And then, his time in Philly ended because of Scott Stevens. It was so an like,
0: assassination.
1: Yeah, in public, and nobody did anything about it. And that was... Uh, he had, like, 206 of ice time that game.
0: I mean, it might de- Honestly, it might depend on what era you're from. Uh, that's, right. so that's For us, the- seeing Lindros go down was so tough. Uh, but for 80s fans, it's probably the Rangers or the Oilers, even. Because yeah. seeing your team lose in the Cup twice... To the same team, yeah. oh, the same yeah. powerhouse team, you know, that's, that's rough. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people it might be the Islanders still just because of that offsides that wasn't called. And yeah, some people could be Anywhere. bitter at the Blackhawks. Some people could be bitter at the Red Wings. Please let us know on Twitter who your most hated team is. But yeah. I think for both of us, it's the New Jersey Devils at the end of the day.
1: So I'm definitely, I'm definitely going Devils. Um, yeah. And it's just, it'll, yeah, Fredor and the whole changing up the game and using the trap and making the game more boring—all of that leads into just the absolute. Yeah, 2000 was a rough year for for being a Flyers fan when you were young. Just watching. I think we can all
0: agree all. that the NHL would be a better place if the New Jersey Devils had never existed.
1: I I can I can easily say that, and I think 30 other teams around the league would agree. Even the Vegas Golden Knights, who just got here, They <laughs> were like, no, this guy shouldn't be here. Fuck them. This league's terrible. They should, I mean, you know, they shouldn't be in there. They they're are, they're going to be, I think they're going to be bad again next season. I think there's still a couple more years away. We'll say though. I mean, I don't fucking care. I'm just, you know, I'm one. you're throwing it out there. Uh, other, cla- uh, so other rivalries around the league or classic rival- rivalries, you want to run through these real quick? I thought of a couple. Um, So, I mean, Avs Avs Wings was one that we've already talked about a little bit and was absolutely nuts. It was just so... I mean, it was just so violent and awesome. I don't know The thing about Avs
0: Wings was in the late 90s, these were two of the best teams in the league. These were two teams at the top of their game. They were phenomenal on both sides. You know, you had uh, Fedorov and Steve Iserman on the Red Wings. You had... Joe Sakic and Peter Forsberg, Patrick Waugh yeah. over on the Avalanche. Like you had phenomenal talent on both sides. And they they just went into these knockdown, drag out games that were unbelievable. Absolutely typically the the Red Wings would come out on top, unfortunately, for my bitter young Flyers fan self. But it it would I mean, typically the Red Wings would come out on top, but you never knew that it was phenomenal hockey. I mean, was it Wah and Osgood who fought?
1: Uh, I think so, yeah, and I think Wah took it to him. Yeah, so that's start was, for the
0: goalie fights, guys.
1: <laughs> I was trying to remember, and I think it was because I just remember the uh, like like the shots of that one of the brawls was they pan out center ice, and I think it's Shanahan getting wrapped up with Wah, and they do like a three sixty in the air, like tackling each other. And then they land, and like all this, all the madness starts. Yeah, all those highlights. If you want to go watch, if you want to watch some fights, those are those are the ones to watch. Um, And I think okay. And speaking of that series, though, uh, that reminds me a little bit of like I didn't hate the Kings as much recently because the Kings and Hawks were kind of the two teams to beat recently from twenty ten to twenty. 15, the Hawks won three and the Kings won two. The rest of the league won once, and they played each other a few times in those postseasons. So hating the Hawks from 2010, I was always hoping the Kings would come out of the West. I didn't even, I mean even with Richards and Carter, I really I don't know. Like I them winning in LA really didn't I was fucking pissed at the Flyers, but I, I guess I wasn't like bitter that they won. It was more I wish the I I was
0: actually really happy for Mike Richards. I was happy for, yeah, exactly. Mike Richards, one of my favorite flyers of all time. And I, again, I've talked about these trades ad nauseum, but seeing him go really (laughs) sucked. And Simone Gagne was a guy I grew up watching. I mean, I was, I kind of, I grew up more with like the Lindros and all that, you know, all those kind of guys. But, you know, Gagne was a guy who played with the Flyers for a long time. I remember his first game. I remember his last game as a Flyer. Like, I, I watched the guy's entire career. So, Gagne is just one of those guys who always had a very special place in my heart, so seeing him win a cup was a really good feeling. Like Seeing him and team and win, even if it was other teams, made me happy because I really liked those guys.
1: Yeah, and, you know, there is... I know that's a whole thing with, I guess, Philly sports that people don't like rooting for former players now because we do it too much. Um, But, like, I...
0: Well, because we have to. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like Because, like, our teams aren't winning, so...
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, like, you know, 2015 was hard not to be happy for teaming in. uh, But outside of that, I just didn't like... You know, Chicago is a 2010, and also because I have a buddy who's from Chicago, so I just don't want to hear more shit. So I was hoping that the Kings would go out and beat them all those years. But that was a pretty decent rivalry too uh, From for about a five- or six-year span there because it was always... I think they played each other in 2013 and in 2014. And the 2014 series was a seven-game series, and it was a back-and-forth series. It was a really good series. Uh,
0: Chicago had a few rivals in that time because they were also rivals with the Canucks. Yeah, they were.
1: Yeah, and they that series... Yeah, that rivalry was really ridiculous too and they man, the Canucks were almost I can't believe the Canucks almost blew that series the, they were the top seed and the Hawks were 8 and they almost blew a 3-0 seriously and then they got lucky in overtime in game 7. That's one of the yeah, that could have been real bad for the Canucks if that had happened. They decided to wait for their pain uh, to come out later in that play season run when they decided to lose Game 7 in hilarious fashion and then burn down their entire city. So that's what they were waiting for with that one. Uh, other series, other classic series, uh, I have Hawks, Red Wings, which hasn't really been... I mean, it was 2013, I think, they played in the postseason. That was pretty good, and they used to hate each other when they were in the same conference. They hate, were in the Western Conference Finals in 2009. Again, to me, like all the original the original six series are always kind of like build up rivalries that I like in my mind. And I don't even know if it's because they're that intense anymore. Like I still like watching Leafs Canadians. I still think that gets pretty chippy. Uh, and I still like watching Canadians Bruins. Canadians Bruins is still really good. Um, but.
0: Oh yeah. There's always electricity in the air when those teams play each other.
1: Yeah. Uh, other current ones I got. Uh, yeah. Like Drew mentioned Oilers and Flames that. I mean, we need to see a playoff series with that soon so we can watch Cassian and Kachuk fight to the death on the ice because that's bound to happen in one of these games. Uh, Caps-Penguins, which we already mentioned on too, but they keep playing each other in the postseason. held by the league a little bit because of the format, but still keep playing each other in the postseason. It's Crosby and Ovechkin, uh, and now both those teams have won recently, unfortunately for us, but it does add to the, the rivalry angle. Uh, and At least then... Bruins
0: is always a good one.
1: Yeah, at least Bruins is a really good one. Uh, yeah, and I had Bruins uh, Bruins, Lightning. So Bruins are, pretty, Bruins are a pretty easy team to get into a rival with. They have a lot of hateable hate- people, yeah.
0: They just make these hateable teams. And the funny thing is Philly-Boston used to be like the rivalry, at least in the late 70s, yeah. early 80s, because like Sixers-Celtics was huge. Oh, man. Uh, Philly's Red Sox has never gotten to be a thing because of the N- NL and AL. But, I mean, we've even seen... I mean, the Eagles and Patriots have played each other in the Super Bowl twice yeah. now, and uh, there are definitely... There's definitely no love lost when those teams
1: play each other. Yeah, did you know that the... Um, did you know that the Eagles won the most recent one of the Super Bowl meetings? Oh, wow. Uh, Super Bowl 52? Uh, Nick Foles caught a touchdown. Tom Brady dropped the pass and kissed his kid. It was a whole thing. Yeah, so... Uh, oh. Though, yeah, the Bruins Lightning one, though, I think, I think that one's about to take off, too. They had a fucking nuts, like... Fight-filled game uh, earlier this season before before the pause, and they played each other in 2018, and it was pretty chippy in the postseason. So, and they're they're bound to, I, I think they're going to play each other in the second round this year if everything goes uh, according to, unless the Leafs want to show up, you know, <laughs> unless the Leafs are going to do, you know, uh, but they won't. Uh, so that
0: Devils Rangers has historically been a pretty good one too.
1: That one has been too, yeah, and that again
0: like, so much so that I, I again I can't say this enough about the one time I attended a Devils game, but when they said, uh, when they do the chant that, what was it? The Rangers suck Flyers swallow. I think is what yeah, it was. It's yeah. a very classy chant, Very classy, but yeah. it was like, like the, the Rangers aren't here guys. <laughs> they can't hurt you anymore.
1: Yeah. They, yeah, that is true though. They, and I believe according to, uh, Wachitsky, the rest of that, that, uh, chant is Rangers suck flyers, swallows Crosby watches. So like oh, they, uh, they, okay, that's really that's
0: elaborate. That's like a whole story.
1: Yeah, it's a whole. Well, I mean, I, I don't think there's a lot to do out in Jersey. I don't know, like at Devils games at least out in that area. Yeah, so definitely might, is not. No, yeah, it's, so it's they true. might be. Yeah, but no, that is a good. And uh, what was it? The the Matto back on ninety four. Uh Sean, Mato, oh my Mato. god, the Sean Avery rule, which is still like <laughs> the Avery. Oh my runor. god, yeah. Do you elaborate on the Sean Avery rule for people it was, who don't know what that so is? So it was. They played in the postseason 2008 in the first round, I think. And Avery, I mean, like, you know how the league takes forever. One thing happens, and then the league spends, like, three years going, should we make this a rule? And then in one postseason game, Sean Avery, during a power play, I think, just turned around in front of the net and instead of trying to screen Brodeur, like, with his back to the front of Brodeur. Just turned around so they were face-to-face and pretty much just face-guarded him until the, the devil scored. And then it became a thing, and I think they added the rule like in no time. I think they added the rule the next round of the postseason. But it was so fucking. It was just if if you told me that had happened, it was one of the most obnoxious obnoxious things I've ever seen. Yeah, like if you had told me that had happened, and it involved two
0: people I loathed, Sean Avery (laughs) and Mark (laughs) Cambrador.
1: Yeah, it was so fucking. Like
0: I didn't like either party in this transaction.
1: God, and Avery, that I think that was a senior Avery. I think that was a sloppy seconds line. Uh, and that was not the same season, but the same year. I think that was all 2008. Yeah, and then uh, he used to always call. Yeah, I think he called. He called Brodor Fatso. Like he, he he went after Avery was a.
0: I do Avery respect Sean down. Avery for calling Brodor Fatso, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know.
0: Anything at Martin Brodor's expense, Martin Brodor, Scott Stevens, never ever forget. Yeah, to Robert. me
1: they don't have feelings, so that's fine. You can just pile it on. I don't really friends don't of order. the show. A friend of the show that we will never have on or acknowledge in a positive light. <laughs> no, no chance. Uh, but what about? Okay, so weird ones like a weird. What's your favorite weird weird rivalry? Because I do like the uh, I do like the Sabers one. Because the Flyers, yeah, that's for me. Yeah. Uh,
0: the Senators is a close second, just because of the brawl. The brawl, yeah, <laughs> which is such a great thing to say. <laughs> but the Sabers, I mean you know the the sabres is such a weird one and they they have such weird ties with the flyers too because they had the fog game with the bat oh the, yeah the, coach that's right. the bat right. yeah and i just remember those weird late 90s black and red jerseys and rob ray and dominic hashik and steve shields oh, and Miroslav satan like they literally had a guy whose last name was satan and he didn't play on the devils which is just such a it's That's a shame but it's it, it, the Sabres one is my favorite weird one for sure. I think the the Penguins one is a great NHL rivalry. I they both fan bases hate each other and going to a Flyers Penguins game is awful and kind of <laughs> great but it's kind of awful at the same time. And, and there's no other team that raises our ire like that currently, but you know, the Devils are the team that I just can't stand at the end of the day but yeah the, i think the saber's my favorite weird one.
1: i think sabers i feel like the fire sabers rivalry is a good it's the argument for why they should go back to the old uh postseason format the ones that we want because they're they have it this way to try and form rivalries and that's why we keep getting the penguins and caps every so year stupid. and all that shit but this was back in the old one through eight and they kept playing each other because it just happened to be like one of these teams was always near the top of the conference. The other one was at the bottom. And so they just and it was a rivalry that wasn't created because it was of a division divisional thing. It was just happenstance. And I feel like that makes it even better. I, I, like, I feel like it was just a, when they come up organically like that, I think it's a lot better than the league being like, oh, well, if the Penguins and Cavs play each other 10 times in 10 straight postseasons, maybe they'll hate each other. Right. Like, I feel like they've
0: been trying the same thing. And guess what? We play the Penguins every goddamn time, and we already had a rivalry with the Penguins.
1: Yeah, and also, these playoff series aren't fun for us. I mean, like, 2018 felt like Dead Man Walking. Like, it was just kind of like, all right, let's just, you know, And it felt like
0: that... It felt like that when they had to play the Caps, and yep. that didn't feel like a rivalry. That just felt like, oh, this is just—we're going to be lucky if we get to six games.
1: It, yeah,
0: and it felt like that when they played the Rangers. Like we got to seven, and we're like, cool. I didn't expect that out of this team.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like all these, and they, I think the Caps Rangers one too. That Caps Rangers like weird rivalry that was going on in there for a bit. That was part of it was after the the new format, but a lot of it was because of the old one through eight, and they kept playing each other in the postseason. So you know uh, what? Have
0: the Caps play a weird Montreal Canadiens team early <laughs> on, or have the Penguins play a weird Canadian team in the first yeah. round and uh, flame out like a bunch of turds?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what we need. I think, uh, yeah, I think that to me too, that takes a little bit of the uh, the the draw of like an upset doesn't feel the same now with the way it's set up Cause you don't like when it was an eight over overcoming a one matchup. You knew that was a big time upset, but I feel like sometimes it just the way the seating works now with the divisions and the the our teams. It's not truly you're not getting the lowest team beating the best team in the conference anymore. Like sometimes the way it works out, it's not the worst. I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, what I'm yeah. saying is, is they need the old playoff playoff format, one through eight, is yeah. what I want to say. So I agree.
0: And I, I need to mention before we go, because uh, we, we are running a little long and I, I need to get going, but I, I wanted to mention, of course, the Flyers' greatest rivalry, which we were remiss to not mention, and that is the Flyers versus the entire nation of Russia.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the Flyers are doing, Uh, they, they won that one. They won that rivalry.
0: Well, it's, I mean, it's just a funny history because uh, Bob Clark, in particular, just had this oh, rivalry yeah. with Russia between, was it the was it a Canada Cup game? I think uh, maybe...
1: the summit series.
0: Yeah. And then of oh, course mom, there's yeah. the the exhibition game where the Flyers played the Soviet all star or the Red Army team uh-huh. and the Flyers actually drove them out. Because... Chased them off the ice. <laughs> Chased yeah. them off the ice. And and then also just in general, the Flyers were very hesitant to go after any European or Russian players for a long time. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. No, that is true. And then also when they did sign one, uh he was a big dum dumb and net and uh stole a bunch of money from the franchise. So there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of Flyers of Russia robbery going on there.
0: But hopefully that's, that's all one. buried now that we have Ivan Provorov, and that's oh, it, man. that's done, that's all there is. But Bob Clark or the Flyers <laughs> versus the entire nation of Russia or the Soviet Union. That is a, that's a, good a one. great one. And I, I actually threw on the, the Soviet game in the background now. Oh yeah, so, nice. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, video not quite as clear, but it's it's still fun to watch.
1: Yeah, that was a, yeah, because the when they left the ice, it was like four monstrous hits. And two of them were just Bill Barber, just weight room kids. So that was like, we <laughs> was yeah. just like throwing Russians around. And they are like, all right, we're not doing this.
0: This is an exhibition game. Nobody <laughs> yeah. told that to Bill Barber.
1: Bill Barber's was like, I'm fucking putting these kids on the ice, and they're going to have to deal with it. So.
0: Well, and the thing is, I think the Red Army smoked every other NHL team. Yeah, no. And I... then the Flyers were like, ha, 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 yeah, okay. You beat the shit out of them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. They played like seven or eight games and then the Flyers are the only team that beat them. And like it was a 4 to 1 win, right? But like they they like crushed them throughout the entire game, so That's what the... A time. what a what a time what, to be alive. a team out. to
0: root for, the Broad Street Bullies, the the greatest. <laughs> My god, they just brutalized their way to the top and nothing's been more Philly. <sighs> All right, gang, that's all we got. And we gave you plenty tonight. Lots of donkey sauce in this lots edition of Flyperbole Under Quarantine. And if you have any feedback for us, the best place is on twitter.com.org.edu.ca.sovietunion.com. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, you can reach Craig at Sports Are Bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll plug what I'm working on later in the week. Okay, We'll good. see what I'm doing, yeah.
0: Got a whole other hour podcast ahead of you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, You can reach me at FlyPerbole or at Estabomb, but make it FlyPerbole. And if you have any FlyPerbole under quarantine programming you'd like to hear for future episodes, please send us tweets at FlyPerbole and at sports are bad. You can uh, send them over to us and we will consider them for future episodes of The Fook.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it worked. Out, I mean, that worked out well this week. This was a pretty good topic, Drew. So thank you very much. Got a lot out of it. So little stick tap to Drewski this week. Uh, yeah. So keep sending them, and we will uh, probably use them, <laughs> or we may forget about them if uh, other things come up, and then we apologize in advance. But right now, yeah, just send them in. Well, has well, got man. a busy life. Yeah, I'm yeah, a busy man. I got things to do. <laughs> I got I got times to sleep and times to watch TV during the quarantine. You know, it's a lot going on.
0: <laughs> uh follow BSH radio, follow Broad Street Hockey. Uh be sure to follow Fly Purpley on Instagram and like Broad Street Hockey on Facebook, all that fun stuff. Alright, I'm out of gas. You've listened to a lot of hockey podcasts. Until next time, folks, wash your damn hands for the love of God. Please stay indoors as much as you can. And good night and good hockey. Fly, bubbly, flip, flip, fly,
1: Fly fly, 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 Hello, everybody. This is Fly Herbally. It is a podcast about hockey. Mostly the Flyers, but also other, other hockey, hockey things. things. Like, like other hockey teams that play the sport of hockey. Steve, but not Steve Hartnell. And Craig, but not Craig Ruby. No, this isn't. All those hockey guys, these are the guys who watch the hockey sport, yeah!